Mamma Mia, we've been waiting for these visitors. This is TFG Unbuttoned. It's the Focus Group Unbuttoned with Tim Bennett and John Nash. An off-the-cuff take on politics, pop culture, and current events. Hello, everyone. Tim Bennett here. Welcome to TFG Unbuttoned, the Tuesday podcast from the Focus Group with Tim Bennett and John Nash. Be sure to find us here every Tuesday. And be sure to also find our show, The Focus Group, with Tim and John on Wednesdays. Find all of our media housed at focusgroupradio.com. And you can also find our audio and video casts there as well. Hello, Mr. Nash. I am laughing because uh, of your reference to our third story this week, which um, (laughs) is involving ABBA. And you took me back to the days of, of yore when we were younger and you used to pick me up in the Orange Vega. And, you know, our towns were so small that the biggest thing you could ever do is really go to the arcade or the Dairy Queen or, I guess, McDonald's, right? Yep. Yeah, well, <laughs> you had your eight tracks and, you know, usually, and you know, when you think about it now, we, we didn't care about a lot then. You know, you didn't care that a song would stop. Well, it would be interrupted midway through to the next channel, right? If you change yep. your mind. Chick, chick, click, 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 click. <laughs> I'm the first in line. <laughs> Take a chance on me. There was never, you know, you would think that somebody along the way would have said, you know, let's try to make this so everything fits without having to change the channel. Or like, it. Would. yeah, I wonder why that never happened. Who cares? You we, know, we, we, they didn't care. No, I, and I wonder about, it's such a cool thing that you bring up um, because the eight track experience itself, that plastic cartridge that would ka-chunk like mm-hmm. go into the player i i wonder it was probably all a function of the technology right like so they're like well we've got this thing it's pretty stable it's not going to vibrate too much it, you know and that's probably one of the issues with the car stereo kind of thing uh, but oh there's a problem it's a loop of tape and there's four different positions where the head can be you know track one track two and 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 when it hits a certain point we're gonna have to fade you know right all right, well, people will put up with it. I mean, because they could put up with putting, taking an LP off the platter and spinning it over and putting on the B-side, right? Right, and you couldn't, yeah, so the, you're right. You probably could not say, let's adjust it or move the music around. It was what it was. It was what it was, yeah. So I believe you had good weather um, down at uh, the beach, right? Yeah, it, it, it was, uh, you know, 9-11, which was Saturday, and uh, it was not as nice as the 9-11 20 years ago, but pretty close. I mean, the weather was low humidity and high in the in the 70s and it was quite nice and uh i stayed off of social media that day because i didn't although there was still remnants of uh of 9-11 memories and so forth that were overflowing into sunday and monday but uh i don't know i don't know if you spent a lot oh of time. we watched we watched a lot of the memorial services from ground zero also from the pentagon and from that a memorial I would really like to visit someday, the Shanksville, yep. Pennsylvania, where the other plane went down. Um, and we watched for about, well, we watched through most of the reading of the names at the former World Trade Center site. Um, and the ring, the bell would toll at the different times. And the weird thing is, um, and I, maybe it's not so weird, having watched the second tower actually collapse from the roof of the office building we were in at the time, and remembering, and that the bell ringing really really brought that morning back to me because you know when i left that morning and when i left to go to the office i went to this is back when claritin was still something you had to get prescribed (laughs) to you it wasn't over the counter 
I remember going to the um, pharmacy to pick it up and the pharmacist, a woman saying, hey, did you hear that a little plane hit the World Trade Center? It's just like that that happened in the Empire State Building years ago. No one knew, right? right. I get on the train, I get down. I'm crossing 6th Avenue at 27th Street and uh, or 28th, and you could see straight down to the World Trade Center and smoke's billowing out of the one tower and the, the second plane had not hit yet. And then the second plane hits. We went up to the roof of the building eventually and literally... I think it was a minute after I got to the roof, clear view down, blue skies. We, the other building just went, just went straight down and vanished. And it was like, oh my God. And then everything started to come. And then the, then the brain froze. I was like, oh my God, what's going on? You know, and it was such, yeah. I, so it was, I, it was good to see, of note to me and Bob, Clinton, Obama, Biden were at the um, ground zero. Bush was at the Pentagon. Was it the Pentagon? He was, he was Shanks- at Shanksville. Shanksville. And Trump was um, not surprisingly absent, or he was buffooning. He was doing like he was going to um, ref or talk about a fight that night, and he shows up at some fire I department. Just think it in really New York shows like you. a photo bomb. Yeah. Well, interesting day. And I- well, can you imagine if Obama did that? Can you imagine if Trump showed up somewhere and Obama did some wrestling thing or, or buffooned around town? Well, we're living in an age of of uh, no facts or uh, facts are not facts unless I say it's a fact and it's hypocrisy left and right. You know, you're 100 percent right. If any of these other gentlemen who have been our president had done this, it would have been, you know, screaming from the rafters. But because it's this one, you know, it it just. um, Yeah, he's like Arafat never misses the chance, never misses the opportunity to miss an opportunity. There you go. Right. I mean, he he could have he could have uh, showed himself to be presidential for a change and stayed true to form. So uh, mm. there you go. So uh, John had uh, found these three stories this week. The first one, um, I think we've all been scratching our head about for various ways, but the the headline is the Taliban captured lots of very expensive aircraft in Kabul, and uh, says none of them work. Although they did show them supposedly flying around with some choppers. I, I think they were Russian made, probably from the the old Soviet era. But, um, you know, I, I have two questions about this story. So essentially, everybody knows what's happened. We pulled out of Afghanistan after 20 years. I've been very vocal that I, I always said that I think I probably would have been a bit more aggressive had I been a leader at the time with the bombings. And I understand that uh, there's civilian casualties, but that happens in war. And uh, but based upon what happened with the extremists and what happened to, uh, to us on 9-11. However, the other thing I find upsetting about all of this to me is the amount of trillions of dollars that were spent in Afghanistan over 20 years when my niece, who's a teacher, is online looking for people to donate for books for her class for special needs kids, or they're looking for lunch, you know, schools are looking for lunch money to feed kids that are, that are food insecure. We can't get our airports fixed or train tracks or our infrastructure doesn't work. But meanwhile, we've dumped trillions into a place like this, which is in, you know, operates about in the seventh century. So I, I and then leaving billions of dollars of, of hardware, of hardware there, yeah. I, I just find it shocking. And what I don't understand, and maybe you can tell me, is how did all of a sudden we decide we're leaving that all of a sudden they just kind of walked in through each, each kind of town. If you knew all these uh, Taliban were out there. Why didn't they bomb them? I don't know. I, I just know that no matter how this wound down, whether it was on Biden's watch or the next, or it was never going to be a good wind down period. 
because the the mission became a little bit muddy. And you know, I think that um, Bush said something at uh, Shanksville actually on the nine eleven memorial that um, rings very true. And I and he it's been echoed by other people. You know, the next terrorist event in the United States is is going to be from a fellow citizen. Did you remember that part of his speech right. that he was talking about? Yeah, there about? a lot of um, people have been upset by that. Really? I mean, well, let's just go back to January 6th and, and look at the storming of the Capitol and, and, and having actual elected officials saying, well, it was really no different than a tour group going through. Oh, have you seen the video? I mean, <laughs> right. I don't think he was off base there. Um, you know, in California, Newsom's election, uh, the recall is, is a, a statistically or by the polls that I'm looking at, it looks like he'll handily defeat the recall. And the, guess what the Republicans are already saying? A day, a day or two ahead of the, it's, 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 it's fixed. It's fraudulent. Bad, bad machines. Bad machines. So this article that I found that you were talking about, um, this, this interested me because a lot of the press focused on um, all the equipment we left behind that you were just talking about at the airports. Um, some had been decommissioned, as they say. But this article in particular talked about the main airport at Kabul and um and how one general's like everything we left is never going to work again our guys have been trained to like literally take it apart so it can't ever fly again <laughs> which i thought was interesting yeah but you know then as, as they said that you know maybe it's just footage but then i we did see footage now i didn't see footage of things flying but we did see footage i've seen footage of them in humvees and so forth which they also said they somewhat decommissioned but i'm sure for a little while they'll get things to run but eventually they'll need parts and, um, well, particularly like a Black Hawk helicopter is a high tech piece of equipment. And um, they were very specific about those. Like, you know, if any, any of them ever ran, it wouldn't be for too long because the minute something goes wrong, they're just not going to have the part. Right. They did caveat by saying that the Russian equipment that's over there could easily be fixed. I don't know how that's so because I guess they have a, a direct line to Moscow for the parts or something. Yeah. And they could probably get the stuff from Pakistan or India. You know, those, those yeah, Russian things are pretty pretty easy to fix apparently yeah yeah they're they're old tech so but yeah no it's just it's just one of those things that i just think are our treasure and and um and uh, resources that were put against that along with lots of nato uh, just seems to have um well we'll see what happens i guess it's for lack of a better word so the uh, this other other story you found was surprising to me because i disagreed with it until i read it further and then i actually watched the video that accompanied it and i'll put it on our facebook page which is focus group radio but the headline is rude drivers who merge at the last moment are actually helping you traffic experts agree so when you're driving down a highway and it says you know lane closed ahead 1500 feet or something and people usually and i try to do this will nicely move over into the one lane so that we think everybody's now in the one lane and there's always that a-hole that's flying down the empty lane to cut in, you know, cuts by the 20, 30, line cutting. 50, 50 cars. <laughs> yeah. But what they're saying here is that that's actually what should be done. And they shouldn't even tell you that uh, which lane is being closed. They should just allow it to kind of happen because the zippering of letting one go after the other is actually more efficient and faster than being polite and moving over. And I, I thought to myself, I guess if, if you profiled, you know, I bet if you profile the majority of these people that do that, come barreling down the side and you look at them, you always look at them, you know what they, they are. They're not doing this mm -hmm. because yep. they're not doing this because they know that this research told them that this is the thing to do. They're doing it because they're obnoxious idiots. But um, were you surprised by this? Because they're, they're now saying states are yeah, enacting laws, right? 
they're enacting laws and they're changing their signage. Um, I, I forget which state it was in the article mentioned, but they're testing this thing where they don't tell you which lane is going to close. And, um, and then when you get further on, it's like, uh, what, they have a, a graphic or something that lets you say, it basically tells you to do the zipper thing of one out, you know, left, right, left, right. Um, I was taught that, uh, you know, if you're a courteous driver, you see the signage, you pull over and you, and then the person, as you said, that shoots by to fill the lane on the right is cheating. They're getting ahead. Um, I did the same thing you did. I watched the video and I was like, oh, this is true. So now we are, I'm, I'm happy to zipper away. <laughs> I'm going to, I think yeah. it's a really interesting thing. Yeah, I'm going to be that. I'm going to be that person, I guess. But yeah. And you could do it with impunity because you now know that you're actually helping to move the traffic along faster. Well, until somebody doesn't let you in, right? Because that's what happens is people push, 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 push. Not going to let you, not going to let yeah. you emerge. Yeah. The uh, final story that we teased in the, um, in the beginning is uh, about our friends, ABBA, the, the music uh, sensation from Sweden and actually global music sensation is that after 40 years, they decide to make music again. And uh, their last album was uh, done 40 years ago, 1982 called the visitors and i remember i had that album i thought it was kind of dark this this the song the visitors mm -hmm. you and i kind of liked but it took a long time to get into the song and to get into what we we used to know as kind of the poppy fun uh abba music i'm not so sure this album not i should say not so sure this album did not have a lot of that kind of um bouncy fun poppy music so they've decided i guess they've got a new album coming out november 5th called the voyage did you listen to any of the music they had one they posted one of the songs which sounded very much uh like an old abba song and uh so i'll be curious to see how how they're received with this new album so it's poppy yeah it is it it, it almost reminds you you know you know how a lot of times their stuff starts a little slow you know like so when you're near me yeah sos and then it gets bah, 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 you know water loose the same way yeah then it explodes, so this does yeah. so this song does the same thing they have a uh have a video maybe i'll put i'll post that as well to the uh a link to our facebook page and uh but yeah so but they're going to do a concert and you and i saw a concert like this in vegas when they used what was it um well you and i saw cirque du soleil's uh, michael jackson show and that was where they somehow had a hologram of him right. on stage and he and he danced and and did a whole routine I was, the technology blew me away. I, I, I really liked the look of it. And the picture that accompanied the article we're talking about has the four members of ABBA wearing these outfits that have these like dots all over them. The, and I guess that's because they're being motion captured. They, they talk about how this is going to be uni a unique show in London. It's a special theater they're building for it. So my, my guess is they're going to pre-record their performance somehow. And computer software is going to de-age them, perhaps? Is that, is <laughs> that what, what it sounds like? It says they're going to employ like, likelessness, right? Like, likeness. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's, it's it, George Lucas's Industrial Light and Magic is involved, which is the big special effects company. So you know they're doing something, right? And um, yeah, and a team from ILM is working with them, et cetera, et cetera. The show is, uh, the tickets went on sale September 5th. And they're like, it's uncharted. Uh, with the help of our younger selves, we travel into the future. It's not easy to explain, but there, but it, but then it hasn't been done before. So, yeah, I think they're going to record them that their current them doing their stage performance, and somehow all that computer data gets fed in, and people are going to see them as their younger. Right, because selves. they are in their seventies now. My my, I um, 
<laughs> I, you, you know, when you and I saw that Michael Jackson, because uh, you know he had he had passed on and they were dead, but when you and I saw that Cirque du Soleil, I you swore it was him on stage. He, it was pretty remarkable. I mean, that was the show-stopping finale when he appears on stage, and uh, maybe it was "Man in the Mirror." I think was the song that he was doing, and um, yet you just stared at it because it had it. it, it there was a pre- it had a presence yeah. to it. So this could this could be cool. kind of intriguing to me. More important though, and I think you you kicked off with it. Is the music going to be good? Are we going to like the new songs? And so the the concert's a kind of a a fun thing, right? But are we going to really like the music? And if you 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 like the new song you heard, it's I got did. That it, old it does Abba have the feel. old it it you know it has the old Abba feel to it because I I immediately thought the same thing. I thought well the visitors kind of went off track for me. And uh, although yeah. we liked the song, and I think Super Tro- was Super Trooper on there. I don't know if that song was on there or not. I, I get my albums mixed up. But, you know, as they went on, their music became more, they, they called it sophisticated, but maybe more complicated in terms of, uh, in terms of what, it, and less poppy, I guess. But yeah, so I, but, so I listened to this immediately and said, no, let me see how this, uh, you know, let me see how this sounds. And it, it was very much the bump, 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 bump. You know, it's, it's, it's a, uh, it's, it's it them. Yeah. It's very much ABBA. You would know it's ABBA. It's ABBA voices. It's the harmonies. It's uh, no, no mistaking it for, uh, for somebody else other than ABBA. So hopefully it'll do well. It'd be nice to, uh, to have some, uh, some fun new ABBA music for those of us. Oh, Tim, everything old is Well, it's new like when again. you saw the Did David Burns show, right, on Broadway. Didn't you see that? Oh, my God. That was amazing. Yeah, that was... Um... Yeah, uh, but that was, they weren't using trickery. That was him performing with his band, which was pretty cool. And that was the last live performance we actually saw before before lockdown and before the event took over. Um, and it reminds me of when I saw Steely Dan at the Beekman. I had never seen that band in concert, never believed they could put on a concert because it's such a studio band and was blown away by how talented they were and what a great show it was. So high hopes for the ABBA album. And since we're not going to be in London to see the actual show, dead curious to see what happens when they do this hologram concert thing be fun so uh there you go folks we want to thank you for joining us today here on tfgm button uh by all means check out the focus group on wednesday on youtube or facebook live and of course all of our media is always available at focusgroupradio.com a big thanks to critics choice video they're america's classic movie and tv authority since 1987 they will be back next week with another pick that flick we're going to be giving away more criterion discs and i want to thank everybody who played last week's games a lot of good guesses and a lot of winners and we're going to share those i think next week i'll share the answers to the clues i gave two weeks ago because people can still uh, send some stuff in and we're just giving the discs away so everybody have a great week again thanks for spending time with uh, tim and i and we'll see you in the new one It's the Focus Group Unbuttoned with Tim Bennett and John Nash. Available every Tuesday. Learn more about Tim and John, Unbuttoned, and all of the Focus Group platforms at focusgroupradio.com.